Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the podcast. If this is your first time joining, my name is Joseph and this is Sold Out for Jesus, a Christ-centered podcast that helps with teaching God's word and um, the application of the word in our everyday lives. And so um, we've been on the topic, Renewal of the Mind, talking about how you can transform your life by changing the way you think, you know, putting out those wrong thoughts you've learned all your life from the world and then replacing them with thoughts from God's word. So I received a few questions and these questions I believe are issues that are common with a lot of believers and I will just be dealing with them based on what the scripture says. So the first question goes thus, how can one develop a genuine desire to spend time in the word of God? Sometimes it's easy to feel like the natural desire is not there, then you should just forget about it because you don't want it to feel like a chore or like your love for God is mechanic. Um, How can you also deal with complacency or familiarity with the word of God? Now, there's a few things you can do when this happens. First things first, right? Um, because the, the primary issue here is a lack of motivation and almost like a sense of stagnation or would I would say burnout because you're tired of doing the same thing over and over. It's become a chore to you. So you ask for grace. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16, Let us approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. So this is a time of need and you must identify that this is a time of need because you can't do without living on God's word. Just like if someone um, is sick and then they have a loss of appetite is a problem, you know, because the fact that they don't feel like eating food doesn't mean they don't need to eat food. So you have to give the patient some stimulants for the appetite to help um, to help boost their um, desire to eat and so they can be healthy, receive the right nutrients they need for life. In essence, you need something like this even in your spirit. So the fact that you don't feel like studying God's word um, doesn't mean you don't need to study it. It doesn't mean you've had enough. It just means there's a problem with your appetite and you need to deal with it from that level. So there are different things that could be responsible for this. I mean, one of the first things you could do is ponder on why. You know, that is it. Just ask, why don't I feel like spending time with God? Am I angry with him because he didn't give me something I requested for? Is there a situation in my life that is taking my attention? Um, am I just tired um, because of so many activities going on in my life? What exactly is the reason? So if you start from that level, then it makes it more straightforward dealing with the problem. You know, if you're able to identify a problem at that level, you deal with it. And if you're not able to identify the problem, you don't know why, you just don't feel like spending time in the presence of God. You know, it's important to continually ask for grace. The Bible says, by strength shall no man prevail. So if you keep on trying to ride on your strength, then it's going to seem really difficult. 
In Philippians chapter 2 from verse 12 to 13. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you, both to will and to do for his good pleasure. So it's God that gives you the desire to do that. So if you're lacking desire, ask him for it and believe that he gives it to you because he will. That's the first way you can go about it. After that, what you can do as well is to pray in the spirit. You know, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 4, He who speaks in tongues edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the church. So when you're speaking in tongues, you're edifying your spirit. Because sometimes it may be like your spirit is not as charged up. You know how your battery goes down from 100% to 0% if you don't keep it charged. That same way your spirit can, you know, re reduce in its charge. So that's why it's your responsibility to charge up your spirit. And one of the ways the Bible tells us is by speaking in other tongues. So just get a quiet place, you know, a place where you can actually express yourself and just start speaking. As you're speaking, your spirit is edified. You're receiving strength. You're receiving life. And God is also shining light to your mind as in he's explaining to you maybe certain things that you need to do, certain things you need to watch out for. And from here, you know what to do. So this is um, something good and it's really practical. Praying the Spirit, it helps. And then the third thing you can do is fellowship with like-minded believers. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 10 from verse 24 to 25. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. So this verse is basically saying every time um, we as Christians meet together, we should have the mindset of seeking what would help motivate the other believer. You know, so every time I meet up with any of my brethren, I should have a desire to see how I can help motivate them. Maybe by talking to them about something God has been doing in my life or within my community, stirring them up, telling them the things that God is doing to them. So you can talk to them this way with the word of God, prophesy to them with God's word. Now, this is more like on the side of the brethren of the person who is lacking motivation. On your own side, you that's lacking the motivation. You go into fellowship with other believers and in that place you are edified because you are hearing God's word. You are strengthened and encouraged by the zeal, the passion, the words of other believers as well. So this helps you to keep on going in the faith. Um, yeah, I think this is, so this is the, the third way or the second way. I think the third. And then... Sometimes you just need to rest. You know, literally, you just need to rest. Um, I'll read you a verse um, from Mark chapter 6. or read verse 7, verse 12, and then 30 to 32. So, verse 7 says, And he called the twelve to himself and began to send them out two by two and gave them power over unclean spirits. Okay. So this is Jesus here. He, this was the first time he sent out his disciples to go, you know, preaching, send them to cast out demons and heal the sick and all of that. 
verse 12 it says so they went out and preached that people should repent okay and then we'll go on to verse 30 to 32 we'll go on to verses 30 to 32 it says then the apostles gathered to jesus and told him all things both what they had done and what they had taught so they were done with the commission god gave to them and they came back to give a report to jesus christ verse 31 says and he said to them come aside by yourselves to a deserted place and rest a while but there are many coming and going so that they may not even have time to eat so they departed to a deserted place in a boat by themselves you see so what happens here is jesus christ after commissioning the disciples to do certain things when they came back he noticed that they needed rest as long as you're in this human body you're always going to need rest you know so sometimes after you work for god you're dealing with school maybe your emotions are affecting you as well so many issues you know you're dealing with sometimes you just need to sleep maybe not necessarily sleep but just spend time you know just lying down and getting good rest resting your mind not actively engaging in anything but this helps to refresh your mind this helps to energize your body i notice that the trouble is gone after that i'll just go through what i said again so first things first ask god for grace that's after pondering on why the apathy is there so you ask him for grace secondly you pray in the spirit thirdly you fellowship with the brethren and then fourthly get some rest but that's basically it i think there was a second part of that question i'll just quickly touch that so the question it goes like this it says sometimes i feel like i put so much pressure on myself and my christian walk and i can't help it i feel like i'm lagging behind all the time especially when i see other christians and what they're doing for god it makes me feel like i'm not doing enough you know um this is a very interesting question because I'm sure it's the thing that a lot of believers deal with. And the way I like to think about it is we're all running an individual race. So God is looking at us as individuals. So it kind of messes up his whole plan for us when we begin to look at other people's work with God. So I think the way to go about this is to move your mind from what other people are doing and realize that this is a personal journey it's a marathon and not a sprint so that means that it's a long-term journey so if you keep on trying to run 100 meters in like two seconds then you get burnt out move at the speed of the holy spirit make sure you are constantly in fellowship with the holy spirit and he will guide you everybody has a different timing and everybody has a different purpose and path so if you're focused on your own path trust me you won't really care what anyone else is doing you just be there to cheer them on and do your own thing so the next question is about dealing with distraction you know how do you get dominion over the flesh okay especially in the place of prayer and spending time with god now the bible says in proverbs chapter 25 verse 28 like a city whose walls are broken through is a person who lacks self-control so it's important to have control over your spirits the bible says in proverbs chapter 24 verses 30 to 34 
I went to the field of the lazy man, and by the vineyard of the man devoid of understanding. And there it was, all overgrown with thorns. Its surface was covered with nettles. A stone wall was broken down. When I saw it, I considered it well. I looked on it and received instruction. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. So shall your poverty come like a prowler and your need like an armed man. Now this is dealing with your mind, you know. So it talks about mental sluggishness. Once you begin to allow the wrong things to accumulate in your mind, it begins to become like tons in your mind. It's almost like the walls of your mind is broken down. And so the wrong things grow and they're crowding the things of God, you know. So you're not as effective as you used to be. You're still studying God's word, you're still praying, but you're not making impact because there's so much on your mind. So I believe the first thing here is mind management. You need to filter out what you let into your mind during the day. You know, what do you watch? What kind of music are you listening to? What kind of conversations are you having? These things eventually find a way of affecting your prayer life. And by the time you are meant to spend time with God, you are not in the right place mentally. So there is the battle between your spirit and your flesh. The Bible says in the book of Galatians chapter 5 from verse 16 to 17. So I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. So we see here that there's a constant battle between your spirit and the flesh. So if you think about it, if two wrestlers are going to fight, right? And you wanted one to win. Say Luke was going to fight with Timothy. You wanted Timothy to win. What would you do for Luke? Would you tell Luke to eat well, um, go and spend time working out? Would you give Luke food to eat? Would you give him water to drink? Would you give him nutrients for his body? No. You would aim to starve Luke so he's weaker and then aim to give a lot of food and nutrients to Timothy and tell him to work out as well so he's stronger for the fight. This is the same way you need to look at the battle between your spirit and the flesh. You need to weaken the flesh, kill the flesh, and then edify your spirit. So that way your flesh is always in subjection to your spirit. So there are different ways you can kill your flesh. Paul says in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 9 from verses 26 to 7, Therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty, Thus I fight, not as one who beats the air, but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. So you must bring your body into subjection. You know, every time you have an opportunity to put down your flesh and edify your spirit and you don't, you miss out a very important opportunity. For example, if you are being provoked by you know someone around you and your body wants to react your flesh wants to react right and rather than reacting negatively you choose not to react at all or you choose to react in a manner that shows grace 
what happens is that you have put down the flesh and you have edified your spirit so next time your flesh is going to be weaker when it comes to that thing of anger so you're able to ensure that you have victory in that area so it's important to put your body under subjection and some of the things that could help include fasting every time you're fasting you're telling your body you desire to eat normally you should be eating but i'm choosing not to give you food because i want to edify my spirit so you're able to put the body down it's like a sacrifice even if your body has a desire at a certain time it's able to understand that my desires are not going to be met all the time so you should be able to shut your body down you also need to pay attention to what you watch because if you keep on watching the wrong things listening to the wrong things you know feeling on the wrong music reading the wrong books you're feeling those evil desires right you're feeling those fleshy desires not necessarily evil but fleshy desires right so the next time you are in the place of prayer those things would affect you it will affect your um, ability to ascend in prayer right so as you limit those things you begin to realize that it's easier for your spirit to ascend when you get into the place of prayer because your mind is not choked up with garbage you know so your spirit is able to quickly ascend when you're praying and studying God's word and you're able to receive and hear clearly from God because those thorns that were previously choking your mind are no longer dead and then the other part of it is the edification of your spirit we spoke about how you need to pull down the flesh and edify the spirit so you can edify the spirit by praying in the spirit when you pray you are edifying your spirit to hear from God and to speak to God as well so especially praying in the spirit because the bible says when you speak in tongues you edify your spirit and then this way your spirit regains ascendance over the flesh the second way you can edify your spirit is by studying god's word you know the bible says in um, john chapter 15 verse 3 now ye are clean through the word which i have spoken unto you so every time you listen to god's word you study god's word you are cleansed in your mind so those wrong um those things that choke up your garden are removed automatically because god's word is a cleanser so this helps you to gain ascendancy as well in the spirit so um, this is one of the ways and then a quicker way and a very effective way to um ascend in the spirit is by meditating this is very powerful it's worked for me and i believe it will work for you if you spend time to just meditate on God's word, ponder on it, make it come to life in your spirit, you see how your spirit is glowing and you're able to gain ascendancy much quicker. So those are the questions that I received. And if you have any other questions, do send me a message on Instagram at soldoutforjesuspod or send me an email at soldoutforjesuspod at gmail.com and i'll be glad to respond to you individually okay so that's the episode for today it was fun talking to you it was fun replying your awesome questions i hope you gain clarity by my answers and i hope you are blessed show me again on the next episode have a great week and god bless you